Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, I'm watching Fury from the Deep. Ooh, it's a cartoon one. You know I love them. Um, so, before I watched this, I decided to watch all the surviving footage. Like, it's like a minute at best. Uh, like, little snippets from each episode. One of the reasons I've been so excited about watching this one is because... On the, I think it's the Lost in Time box set, which has got like whole episodes from stories where, you know, most of them are missing. Like there's episodes from the Crusades, there's episodes from the Wheel in Space and all this kind of stuff. Um, It's all first and second Doctor, black and white stuff. But there was a couple of clips from Fury from the Deep on there and they were terrifying. And they're still quite spooky now. Um, So I watched all those and... Then put the episode on, and my first thing was like, "Oh, it's in widescreen!" <laughs> like it's an animation; they can do whatever they want with it. Um, I started watching the black and white one, and then decided to put on the color one because I went, "Well, they've gone to the trouble of coloring it, and I might as well look at their good work." Uh, you know, it's it's made up anyway. So, um, by the way, from watching the surviving footage, I love how much in the '60s there was just a lot of standing in the corner of a room. Sc- shouting and screaming like you couldn't move too much because the cameras wouldn't pick it up (laughs) whereas nowadays it's so frantic so uh anyway this episode will go for two hours if i don't get on um so uh, we we start off with uh like nice some nice painted backgrounds i love it establishing shots of, of a refinery by the way i loved this target novel like when i was a teenager this came out and it was massively fat um, and written by the original author, and it was great fun. Um, so the TARDIS plops out of the clouds, lands on the surface of the sea, and we see the Doctor, Second Doctor, Jamie and Victoria, rowing from the TARDIS on a rubber life raft. 
bit of business. Um, they've got life jackets on. Victoria seems disappointed that they always land on Earth. She's like, or oh, this planet, as she calls it, like she's from somewhere else. It's like, mate, you're from Earth. You're Victorian London. Um, <laughs> Jamie says, oh, it's always England. He's, he says like a fan whinging about the Russell T. Davis era. <laughs> Um, and he thinks the Doctor can't pilot the TARDIS, which is why it's landed at sea. The Doctor's like, it floats fine. Calm down. Um, so they find some foam on the beach, uh, which the Doctor investigates, and then they have like a weird foam fight in the in the sea foam. Uh, they throw Victoria in it, which is problematic. Um, lots of laughing, uh, and then they see this pipe, and Jamie's like, oh, is that where it's coming from? And so the doctor goes up, it's the Euro Sea gas pipeline. And the doctor's like, well, I don't think it's anything to do with the foam. And he starts fiddling around with a big box that's attached to it. And he gets out his sonic screwdriver. First appearance of the sonic screwdriver, everyone. Very exciting. Um, he loosens the bolts and uh, Jamie's like, what's that noise? Sounds like a heartbeat. And the doctor, so the doctor listens to the pipe with a stethoscope, just, I guess because it's a heartbeat. Uh, and then we see that they're being watched on a monitor and there's like a weird target thing on them. Um, Victoria doesn't like it. She goes, it feels like we're being watched. Yeah, you are, mate. Uh, there's spooky music as the <laughs> the monitor watches them. And then there's a, a three flashes and zapping and they all fall down. And it's all very in the distance. It's weird. Uh, then we see a close-up. They've got like tranquilizer darts in them. And then there's like a weird point of view shot as they're waking up in this high-tech control room. And Victoria's like, I can't move. They're all tied up. And a couple of masked people come in and the doctor wants to know where they are. Um, and some bloke comes in and says, what are you doing here? Uh, and then another man in a lab coat gives them the antidote with like a gas cylinder thing. Um, the, so they're all awake up a bit more. And the boss man has got grey hair. He's like, you were tampering with my emergency relief valve, your saboteurs. Um, the doctor's like, I'm just being curious. Uh, and the boss man sends them off and says, lock them up in one of the cabins. Then he goes off into the main area, just yells at people to get back to work. He's not a good boss. Um, <laughs> uh, the lab coat man says they've lost contact with one of the deep sea rigs uh, and there's been a loss in pressure, which is why they tran- tranquilized them when they were fiddling around with the pipe. pipe. Uh, the lab coat man calls the bossy bloke Robson. Uh, and then says, I better do what you do, do what I'm told and lock you up. And then we see a close up on a briefcase with spooky music. It might be a noise. It's hard to tell. Um, a hand picks it up and then we see a woman walking away from the base and she's asked for her pass by security. Oh, and there's a wanted photo of the master on the wall in the security office. Uh, she says, you know me, my husband's second in command, Mr. Robson. And <laughs> the security guard goes, yes, Mrs. Harris. Uh, you better... And she's like, you better let me pass. And they, this is a lovely expo- exposition conversation. Uh, she wants to go for a walk. Um, he's like, no, you better go back to the residential block. And then he shuts the gate. <laughs> Okay. Um, Meanwhile, the doctor tells the lab coat man he was investigating the pipe because he heard movement in there. And old mate lab coat says, look, marine life can't get in. The doctor's like, something might have got in the crack. Um, And the doctor's like, shouldn't you turn off the gas until you've worked out what it is and fix it? And he's like, oh, no, Robson would never turn off the gas. Um... Then he, uh, he's like, what well, he prides himself on it being on the whole time is since he's been here. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those episodes. And there's a calendar on the wall that says it's 1975. Um, uh, there's a monitor, uh, which uh, there's a bloke on there. He's, uh, apparently, they've 
regain contact with Rig D. And this is a weird muffled screen. And Robson's furious because he can't hear. He's in furious all the time. I think he might have gastritis. Um, <laughs> I have gastritis at the moment. It's very uncomfortable. Uh, the man on the screen says, everything's fine. There's been a slight accident, but everything's under control. And he keeps repeating, everything's under control. It's, it's like a robot. Um uh, meanwhile, lab coat man tells Robson, you know, we should turn off the gas low and check the pipes. And then some other bloke in a lab coat with a ginger mustache says, oh, uh, the, the gas low is going down even more. And Robson's furious. He says, I know better. I've worked on rigs. I've worked in pipes. Um, then we get a close up on the briefcase again while they talk. Uh, apparently lab coat man is Harris. So he's obviously the husband of the woman outside. Um, then we see someone taking files out of the briefcase. Um, and Harris comes over and says, he's got some calculations that he needs to show him. And he's like, Oh, the file's gone. I better go home and check on it. Uh, Robson says, if Harris can't prove there's a problem, he's going to send him back to the uni he came from in pieces. That seems a bit like he, he would not keep this job in this day and age. He's a very inappropriate man. Um, <laughs> uh, so Jamie is trying to climb in a ventilation shaft. Whoa, it's the 60s. Ventilation shaft. Uh, Victoria says, what are you doing? I'll just open the door with a hairpin. Uh, meanwhile, Jamie sees Mr. and Mrs. Harris in the corridor. And he's like, oh, darling, can you get me a file from home? Um, Jamie falls into the corridor after they leave, just as Victoria unlocks the door. Hilarious. Uh, Mrs. Harris is looking for the file. Um, oh my God, there's a number one scientist mug on the table, bless. And she's rifling through papers and a bit of seaweed gets her and stings her. And she's like, ah! and flings it out the back door. Um, and it begins that heartbeat sound and wriggles away. Ugh, bad seaweed. Uh, then a man called Van Luchens has uh, turned up. He's re- returned from a rig on a supply boat. And he's like, the men there are restless. Uh, and then they talk about losing contact with Rig B. And Robson said, oh, I spent four years out there. I've got no sympathy. Uh, Van Luchens says he's from the Dutch government. And uh, Robson won't take his advice. And then he starts yelling in Dutch for a bit. <laughs> Uh, the Dr. Jamie and Victoria are listening to this and the doctor thinks Dan Lutkins is uh, racist against the English. Um, <laughs> Baxter is on a monitor. Uh, it's all new people just keep turning up all the time. Baxter says, uh, "Have the, the men have told their grievances to Van Lutkins, as he told you. And Robinson's like, bam, 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 bam. And he also says, there's something in the pipe with a heartbeat. And the doctor is like, oh, that's what we heard. And he tells Victoria to go back to the bunk where you know, they were sleeping. Um, meanwhile, Mrs. Harris is looking at her seaweed sting and she buzzes to say hi to her husband, um, but talks to someone else. Um, Robson's asking for something to be recalibrated when Harris turns up and says, oh, my wife's sick and they can't get the doctor because he's on the rig and you won't let anyone else in because of the security lockdown. So I've got to go and see her. And, Van- and Robson's like, oh, all right. Um, then some masked person is opening gas valves uh, Victoria is secretly following Jamie and the Doctor and she goes into another room, the one where the gas valves are, and she starts coughing. Uh, Masked Man sneaks out behind her and locks her in uh, and she starts turning the valves off. Then on a monitor, monitor, we see a button pushed and a level drops. I, I'm guessing that's the room Victoria's in. Uh, she's looking around. Meanwhile, the Doctor tells Jamie they're at the impeller, uh, which is how the gas goes through the pipeline. Um, they sneak into a door and then they find a transparent bit of the pipe where the, you know, it's there to check for condensation and any, if anything's gotten in the pipe. Meanwhile, Victoria's banging on the door. There's foam and seaweed coming towards her and we can hear the heartbeat again. The doctor hears it at the pipe and then they hear Victoria 
call out and they've run they run towards her and we see foam coming out from under a door then there's seaweed and foam everywhere and we hear victoria screaming and then it's the end credits and oh my god creepy seaweed this is a new height for doctor <laughs> very excited and invested in the creepy seaweed all right in the next episode we're gonna have episode two of fury from the deep the spooky seaweed cartoon really hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code acast for 20 percent off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.